Good morning. Morning. Michael Surpass. We've got a big show Sammy, on this Friday. Sammy, Sammy, Sammy. Obviously, ah. we're a audio medium, but I tell you what, visually... We are in our footy colours. We are ready to rock and roll, my friend. Yeah. Big I, game tonight. I think some a few Instagram posts of the, the studio um, <laughs> and what he's decorated. He spent probably no time prepping for the show and just decorating the... Uh, <laughs> The uh, studio in uh, Essendon <laughs> Colours, which is not a good start. Um, I don't think I've really ever had this before, like a big rivalry on air with uh, opposing teams um, on a show. So this 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 will be interesting well for something uh, very very interesting. Um, <laughs> so we look forward to that. We won't dive into it yet. Um, we'll we'll ease into it. We'll ease into it as best as we can. And uh, I think we will start with the news headlines just off the bat. What have you got for us up first? Samantha Kerr. We know how good she is. An incredible performer on the international stage, and particularly in England. Uh, she has been named the 2022 PFA Player of the Year. So the Queen doing Queen things. Liverpool forward uh, Mohamed Salah and Chelsea women striker, obviously, Sam Kerr, both achieved a notable double as they were named as the Player of the Year by England's Professional Footballers Association after each one corresponding awards from sports writers. So clearly shows mm. just across the board just how loved they are and just how much they've done for England football. Yeah, no, absolutely massive. Uh, I don't know if you saw, I mean, adding to many of her amazing goals, but there was one goal, uh, I think it was in the FA Cup, or maybe one of the... Um, finals leading up to it but just incredible uh, a walking mm. highlight reel she is isn't she just so impressive and what a what a person to have representing australia yeah. overseas uh, regardless of what league it is she's one of our greatest of all time uh n- now during the week sam did you hear that there was that there's been one professional athlete that has became a billionaire no can you pick who that a is billionaire billionaire would that be because I know there was a crazy deal with uh, PSG with Mbappe and mm. it's off the scale? Yeah, it's actually not Mbappe. It's okay. LeBron James. All those wow. movies that he's been doing of late have clearly been going straight oh, into so the bank adding account. That into the mm. you know already crazy funnies. He's like wow sponsorship salary, and he's declared that he wants to because you know obviously the journalists are going to come and ask what are you going to do with your money? Mm. Are you ever going to spend that money? Gosh, you'd have to do well to spend a billion dollars. But he said you know I want to buy a team for sure, and he wants to buy a team in Las Vegas. So potentially he might try and I don't know grab the Raiders or <laughs> maybe maybe so grab another a team new there. basketball team to get into the. NBA or just uh sounds like he wants to buy a pre-existing team but who knows he's probably got the money to create one Sam wow. so that's yeah. very interesting billionaire status so you could put him in and his son and um <laughs> and wow. the looney tunes you could probably put the looney tunes in it all if you really want <laughs> so that was I'm just trying to think back to the movie that he was in it was the remake of the it was new legacy space jam okay. yeah space jam and I actually thought it was a pretty good film I did not see it. So. Not the original. <laughs> okay. it, it was it was definitely lacking a bit of Bill Murray okay. antics. But so, what do you rate him as an actor? I mean, did he act or was he just playing basketball? <laughs> it's always an interesting one, isn't it? Because mm. you have to memorise dialogue and stuff, and you know they they have to interact with you know 
animated oh, characters. Yeah, that's right. Are, which, We're talking to basically nothing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Which sometimes would be his teammates, I would imagine, <laughs> at the Lakers <laughs> in seasons gone by. That's a bit stiff for the Lakers, yeah. isn't it? But, you know, I thought I thought he was a decent actor. I did like Michael Jordan's performance a little bit more, but that's maybe just me being a being a traditionalist on, on that front. But, yeah, big big fan. So, billionaire status. What have you got billionaire. for me, Sam? What Mitchell about, did, Stark was the Mitchell first Stark. thing I heard off the, the news this morning. He, he's also a billionaire, is he? No. <laughs> He's doing well, Stucky. Yes. So, yeah, well, that's what no. happens when you marry Elise Lee, you know? It's just royalty, <laughs> cricket royalty. No, it was the the fact that he's injured his finger in the, I think it was the T20 game, um, and so he's been ruled out or um, so damaged. I don't know what to, to what extent, but yeah. um, a big loss for the Australian cricket team. Does does open the door for Jai Richardson, um, who's who's been on the outer for a little bit, hasn't he? Um, since that sparkling performance in the pink ball test, of course, in the Ashes in Australia, um, he has been on the outer, so potentially he's just a natural speedy replacement, but obviously can't replace you know the in-swinging Yorkers that Stark produces. But yeah, it's, it, it's a risk, isn't it, Sam? Because it's a big series that they're playing against Sri Lanka at the moment. Obviously, after... The five ODIs, they're going to play test matches. I think it might be two test matches. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's that's a big series. That's a really big series, and you probably want your A graders, you know, sort of manage throughout those ODI series so they're ready for, for test matches. So, yeah, big risk. And a couple of results this week. Um, the first, I don't know how much you're into it, but the uh, the first uh, state of origin match uh, between it. the New South Wales uh, and Queensland uh, ended 16-10 the Maroons way. Close game. How did you see it? Can I just quickly say, uh, I know we're a sports show, but entertainment as well. Gee, pre-game... Gives a, a lot. Gives a lot. Gives a lot for the AFL to think about, particularly the night entertainment. They did a really good indigenous painting, you know, sort of holograms along yep. the ground. Please, uh, they... please don't tell me you were all for the night grand final. No, <laughs> please. <laughs> Twilight grand final, mate. Come on, uh. <laughs> just one, just one in our lifetime. But no, 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 no. I, I think, I think it was a great spectacle. Particularly, they they lit up the goalposts. Uh, they had a really good welcome the country, which is a really big part of sport yep. and and every. every Everything these days. And so I thought it was a really great lead up to the game. Um, Cameron Munster, can we, can we talk about him for a sec? You know, the, the Melbourne Storm, uh, superstar, he had one of his best games in, in origin to date and was, was instrumental in Queensland's win. And it, it was a very close finish, wasn't it, Sam? Particularly, you know, only millimetres away from, from, from the goal line right at the very end. If, if New South Wales had got that try right at, right at the death, uh, it would have made things very interesting. So no, good win by Billy Slater's boys in the Maroons. Yep, and just lastly, uh, the FIBA, FIBA World Cup qualifiers. So and then we've got uh, the Socceroos action. We've got the the Boomers in action. Uh, yes, and they'll be playing a few selections of games. Uh, some team t- international teams will be playing at John Kane Arena. Uh, the first of which is the thirtieth of June v China. Uh, the 1st of July v Japan and the 3rd of July um, against China again. So good to have some Boomers on home soil. It's going to be interesting. Some, I enjoyed watching um, oh, them playing in the World Cup. That was, uh, I'm sorry. Well, the Olympics? The Olympics. Yeah, that, was, that was amazing. Wow. Really exciting. Oh. And I've not been one that's been too massively into basketball. Mm. Uh, and I think I remember saying this on the Sports Test last year, but I enjoyed the uh, basketball more um, in the FIBA and the Olympics 
compared to the NBA with all you know the stoppages and stuff. I found it a lot more exciting game to watch, but uh, I don't know some people they are drawn out, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> and it's time to get into some basketball. Woo! <laughs> Come on, Ump. <laughs> oh, and we're up to, I think it's game three of the final sets of yes. games, uh, of course, between the Golden State Warriors and the Boston Celtics. And uh, game one obviously went to a Celtics win, 120-108. Um, and game two went the Warriors' way, 107-88. to 88. Completely turned that one on its head. Mm. And then Thursday this week... Uh, of course, we had the Celtics getting one back, 116 to 100, so pretty even. Mm. Uh, they lead 2-1 uh, Boston at this stage. And, of course, the next game will be tomorrow at 11am. How have you seen the final series so far? I can't get a read on it. <laughs> I can't get a read on it. Boston were so impressive in the first game, and... I. Obviously, the Golden State Warriors needed to respond in that second game, but the way they did and the nature that they did, it was an absolute shellacking. And then Boston come out again, but this time at their home court, and they really dominated. So, yeah, it's Golden State didn't look like they were ever going to really threaten in this in this third game. I, I like there were there were chances that they certainly had, but. Boston really had control of this game pretty much from start to finish, and yeah, particularly that that last term, twenty three to eleven. I mean, they just they just ran away with it pretty comfortably. But yeah, it's it's a really good series, and like I do expect Boston to win. Um, I hope Golden State win. I've got a bit of a soft spot for them. I, I love the the Bay Area, but you know, as as I think as we mentioned before, it, it would be good to see a, a new winner. Of course, two thousand and eight since Boston yeah, have won. It's, so. it's always it's that, nice, that underdog, refreshing. You know, to get someone mm. that's not been up there for a while, uh, and I think the crowds can really feel it. Uh, feel it. I, th- I think um, it's just subconsciously, maybe you know. Golden State only won one a few years ago. So, That's true, 2018. That, that hunger, you know, from the fans as well, pushing them over the line. Uh, so that's always a big thing. Who are some of the standout key players uh, that you've kind of seen so far? Well, Steph Curry didn't have his best game. Yes, he got 31 points, but he di- he was pretty inaccurate early. Jason Tatum, he just continues to impress, doesn't he? You know, 26 points, 9 assists, 6 rebounds and 41 minutes. So he's a real he's a real leader out there on the floor. Uh Jalen Brown again, 27 points. He was impressive. And then yeah, Marcus Smart also chipping in, 24 points. So, yeah, they they had some good contributors across the board. Okay, well, pretty interesting. Interesting um Celtics lead as we say 2-1. Um, makes it interesting in the world of uh, basketball, hasn't it? Gone quick. It has. It really has. Like we we sort of say, like with all the different conference finals and stuff, that it gets drawn out. But here we are, game four coming up in the in the finals, and as soon as we know it, we'll be we'll be in October and we'll be playing NBA again. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's a very it's a very short off season. <laughs> well, crazy. Good luck to both those teams. And as we continue on, we're going to roll on. Uh, it's the big stuff next. It's AFL. We'll be reviewing last night's Thursday night football between Richmond and Port Adelaide. And then, of course, arguably, I mean, maybe for us, just two in this room. Oh, um, I'm going to lose it. The <laughs> biggest game of the year sometimes. There's been many years where this has, you know, been the only game in the season that's really been something. 
And, of course, we had Thursday Night Footy making its return last night. Uh, Richmond hosting Port Adelaide uh, at home. And uh, they got over the line in the end. Uh, a tight fight back from uh, Port Adelaide, who seemed to be blown away in the first half. Uh, the final scores, uh, 11-11, 77, defeated Port Adelaide, 65-10, sorry, 10-5, um, and, whew, lots of drama in that game, um, uh, close, I, surprisingly surprising close. that the fight back Port, um, have had, um, I was just thinking back to the Carlton game where they really fought back and nearly nabbed us, but they didn't, mm. um, but, uh, yeah, it happened a few times for them, but they looked so ordinary in the first half. They did. They really um, let themselves down, didn't they? And then Richmond just kind of pulled the pulled the foot off the pedal a bit and um, were making some silly mistakes. I'm just trying mm. to think a uh, couple of times. Uh, was it, who was it? In front of goal. I'm trying to think. And uh, he was five metres out. <laughs> he just dribbled it. <laughs> oh, no. And the ground was all dewy no. and that kind of thing. So, And then the injury toll oh, for Port Adelaide. At one point, carnage. they had... Um, uh, Jason Bennett, the commentator, said uh, the bench looked like a triage uh, because <laughs> <Good girlfriend. laughs> there were so many people just waiting at the bench to get patched up. Oh. Um, so that that was a big blow for uh, for Port Adelaide, but some incredible efforts from uh, Alia Alia defensively. Mm. Uh, and then there was a passage of play from uh, Sam Pal Pepper, which was amazing. <sighs> Love him. I think every team would want someone like a Sam Palpepper, just yeah. a hard nut who just it, bleeds for the football yeah, club. Yeah, he absolutely gave it everything in like this this patch of uh, play. Uh, Judston Clark was just incredible. So uh, two quick goals. Uh, in his first game of AFL and I just love when, you know, a debutante comes onto the scene and all of their, uh, despite whatever the score is, it always helps when you're up, Sam, but whatever the score is, when that debutante kicks their first goal in AFL, it's so hard to get into the football and, and to actually to get on a list and so for him to get his first goal, um, yeah, it looks like a bright future two. there. And then kick two. So, yeah, I, I just, I was really impressed with just how accurate he was in front of goal because that can be a tough stage mcg thursday night footy um handled it really well and also you know on that vein as well um josh gibkes like obviously a really good impressive defender so far but he can he can bob up and kick a couple of goals too and you know impressive snap towards the end of the game and you know that that almost locked in the result for the tigers so he was he was seriously impressive too and so the Tigers slip in the eight just currently, uh, 28 points, 117.5%, and then uh, Port Adelaide are now sitting 12th. And, of course, this is the second split round, so yes. round 13 we're in. Uh, so no games from Adelaide, the Gold Coast, uh, Western Bulldogs, Geelong, Sydney, or the Eagles this week. Probably a good um, thing for the Eagles. But before we get into uh, <laughs> tonight's game, I just thought uh, there's such build-up to this. We need a bit of... A uh, bit of uh, atmospheric. Oh, here we go. I just like to this. pump it up. Oh, <laughs> here we tension go. Tension in Love the it. studios, um, which is essentially a grand finals last. So let's just say it. It is. It is. <laughs> it doesn't is. matter let's where you real. are on the ladder. Let's be real. <laughs> oh, wow. Essendon, Carlton, seven fifty tonight from the M- MCG. He's got the jumper in the studio. I do the the 150th anniversary jumper too. The one that the Dons will be wearing tonight will have all Can of I just the say, players for the club. That's an awful logo. 
And I mean, the crest... The it crest, does look like a little bit of a last-minute Photoshop job, doesn't it? Dare yeah, I but say the crest, it. We've done the CFC. You don't need to do that. <laughs> it's... It's one that's going to go down in history. Let's put it that way, Sam. But look, I thought I'd, I'd lash out and, and buy the jumper. It, it's a really significant year. But just before we get into the preview of the game, okay. I just want to quickly talk about my connection to Essendon because I think for a lot of people, I think for a lot of people that you know see Essendon from the outside, we're a very passionate club. We're a very big club. Look, I think for me, being a pegs. Student, so Penlinus and Grammar School student, right across the road from Windy Hill. I used to just oh. love when I was a kid going over the road after school, watching Sheedy spray every single player on that list. Heard, Lloyd, Fletcher, McVeigh, Johnson, Scotty Lucas, all of these players I absolutely admired. I had posters up on my wall about them. I wore the number 18, and Sam, on this jumper that I've got in the studio, it does have the number 18. Great names. Paul Vanderhaar was one of my favourite players before my time, but one of the best. If I had blonde hair, I would absolutely rock it like he did. Um, and, of course, Matty Lloyd. I think every every kid that went for Essendon at Auskick were picking out the, the grass and, and throwing it up in the air, and even though it had absolutely no result of my, my goal kicking, it was, it was one of the great things. Look, I'm just going to quickly run through a couple of the key moments in Essendon. For me, for me, 2009, Zaharakis, Anzac Day, it's one of the best ones for us. Later in that year, the Hawthorne-Essendon game to get Essendon into the finals. I know you're starting to fall asleep, Sam, but all those Essendon supporters, gosh, that was a passionate year. We got absolutely done in the finals in 2009. I think less said about that, the better, but that Oh, you were in the finals, were you? <laughs> For about five minutes, I reckon. <laughs> For that one. Um, I was also an Auskick. I was also an Auskicker. Got to go on to, I think at the time it was Telstra Dome, uh, the night where, um, I think it was James Heard the whole week, got absolutely crucified by the media, a couple of comments he made about umpires, and he kicked this winning goal and went up to a fan in the crowd and gave him a hug. Do you remember yes, that? Yes, no, I've seen that. I was there that night. I was playing at halftime, and I think uh, Essendon were down wow. at halftime against the Eagles. The Eagles were really good at the time, and so that was a special moment. Obviously, 2013 is a year that you know was absolutely overshadowed by just how bad the drug saga was at the club, and obviously, going to school in Essendon, you saw... Bunch of media crew there every single day just giving, you know, stick to the club. And rightfully so. It was a bad time for the club. But round one against Adelaide, we went to Adelaide. We won that game. It was passionate. Round two, we go to Subiaco Oval and we beat the Dockers. In the last five minutes of that game, Paddy Ryder does an incredible snap. I think the the call from Basil Zemplis, <laughs> it's not Dempsey, it's Ryder. You know, one of the biggest cock-ups you'll get in, in, in a commentary call. But round five against Collingwood, that was a good one. And round 11 against Carlton, I think you remember this one, don't you, Sam? 82,000, hopefully the same crowd that we'll get tonight. And it was Jake Carlisle that marks on the last line of defence in that game, dying seconds. It was an absolutely passionate game and a huge win by the club. And then round 14, Joe Watson continues to get booed and Essendon go to the West and they win that game. So there there are a couple of defining moments in in, in my short history of of knowing the Essendon Football Club. I thought I'd just share those to all those Essendon supporters out there listening. Oh, how disrespectful. Oh, but but that's that's typical from you, boys. Um, it's been an amazing celebration, of course, before this season started. Essendon did their 150th year uh, documentary series. 
Carlton were, were our first ever opponent, Sam, back in the 1800s. So I think that's why they've picked them for tonight. It's going to be a great game, great crowd. Uh, Fed Square today, Legends March. So all of the big players, I think, from 2 p.m. Avoid that at all costs. <laughs> if you're a non-Bomber supporter, it's going to be feral. Um, and yesterday, Windy Hill. Essendon train there, the spiritual home. So there's been a lot of celebrations, um, although Essendon haven't been doing well of late, and we'll talk about that shortly. Um, one of the great quotes to come out of this week, uh, we won't be around forever, so look after this club. We're all custodians. We're all passing through. It's a great club, great legacy, great history. And, yeah, just love supporting it, despite how many times they break my heart. Uh, it's funny you said that. Uh, you just mentioned the the hangar. It popped into my head Re- recently. I saw, I think, uh, one of those nuffies on AFL pages. Oh, posts. there's a few of them. And uh, there was one that caught my eye, which was the most funniest thing I've read in one of those pages of all time. And it was an Essendon fan, and he said uh, the players had an unfair advantage uh, at Essendon because all the fans, uh, sorry, all the players training would be constantly inhaling. From oh, Melbourne Airport. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love this one. I love heard this quote too. <laughs> Sam, when, when like, we wow, they're a special breed down there. Oh, they certainly are, and and we'll we'll pull out any excuse in the book. Honestly. Hey, it was funny. We used to play. We used to play most of our footy at Killor Park, Sam. So not far from the airport. Yeah. And we used to have these players in the team that would try and kick a torpedo so they could hit the planes. And these planes are flying at you know at least thirteen thousand feet at that time. As if you're going to as if you're going to do a kick that long. Oh, okay. So anyway, wishful thinking. Well, it's uh, all right. I'll let you have that spiel because it Thank is you, their hundred and fiftieth birthday party. But at Carlton, we love destroying birthday parties. <laughs> uh, we did that to Collingwood a few years ago. And, um, <laughs> Um, who was the winning guy? I can't remember. Oh, here we go. Getting um, into the specifics, I like it. But yeah, yeah. Big, no, big no, party. it's momentous. Big party. Momentous. Big party. Uh, and Thank if you're you. any other fan, it's probably tuned out. Oh, you probably, you're probably out by now. Um, but we will look at the ins Let's and outs because uh, exciting, massive, exciting couple massive of things. Ins. Massive ins. Massive We'll ins. start with your boys first. The Essendon, Matt Guelphy, Mason Redman, and Jake Stringer come in. The string! The package! Oh, God. He's got the lot! Braden Ham out, Devin Smith out, Tex Wanganing out, and Alec Waterman are out. Carlton, Jordan Boyd, Matthew Kennedy, Caleb Marchbank. He's played his first game since 2019. Wow. Jack Martin and big Harry Mackay. Oh, my God. Oh, of course he's big come back out tonight. of all weeks. Out of all weeks to come back, Harry. Oh. Gosh. Sorry. Wow. Good luck to him. Good luck to him. We've got no we've got no backline really with with Ridley out, so so have a have a fun day with Kerno. Uh Jack Carroll, of course, out, Matthew Cottrell, uh Paddy Dow, Jesse Motlop, Liam Stocker and Jacob Weedering, of course, suffered that yeah, massive injury. That's a huge yeah. A few weeks ago, look I always I didn't feel so sick before, but just talking about the game, the nerves have already started to hit me and I do feel a bit sick to my stomach. Um um, and this is no exaggeration. Last, I think, was it last year? Um, oh, I can't remember. Maybe it was the year before. But we hadn't bet you guys for a, a couple of years. It was, yep. And um, and we we just had a terrible start to the year, and just just things weren't looking good. And at the end of the siren, tears just started coming down because it meant that much. It really did, and that was a great atmosphere that day too. <laughs> despite the fact that, despite the fact that Essendon lost, it was a, it was an old fashioned shootout, Sam. It yeah. was like 
over 100 points both teams scored. It was a great atmosphere and a lot of fans there too, despite just coming out of COVID. So it was it was wonderful. So how do you feel, like, score-wise? Like, uh, I mean, these games throw up anything. It, it could be anything from one point to uh, over 100. It's hard to say. Um, Essendon have been playing better, I'd probably say, the last three weeks, probably since the Richmond game. Um, obviously, we had that win against Hawthorne, but then we had a really bad loss against Sydney on the road, and a lot of people thought, oh, you know, the, the club's starting to come out of this. They're, they're looking a lot better. They're looking a lot more competitive, a lot more harder around the footy, uh, winning contestant ball, but it's really, it, it dropped off after that, particularly in that Sydney game, and you know, opposition players taunting us, so it hasn't been an easy time. Um, it looks like there's a bit more nastiness there, particularly against that Richmond game. I don't know how real that was because the media were talking about it all week. Um, that needs to be more of a consistent thing, so that's what I'll be looking for tonight. How hard are we around the ball? Carlton are a great you know, engine room, as you know, and a really tough contested side, led by your inspirational coach and also your inspirational skipper. Um, Essendon have to be hard around the ball, otherwise they're not going to win this game. And as far as scoring, they're going to have to rely on a lot of our mids-kicking goals too, because our forward line, despite having Harry Jones back, um, he's still a little bit raw and he's still a little bit rusty. So um, scoring-wise, we're going to have to rely on a lot of contributors across the board and, and potentially even some runoff halfback from Hindy. Okay. There's a lot. There's well, a lot that has to go right. Mm, okay. <laughs> well, tips, and we've we got to be quick through the next couple of games because we spent. We spent, well, I know, we spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> <laughs> my God, can't help Blues, myself. Of course. Yeah. Look, I'm tipping my dons. Uh, I'm going to say two goals and hope that you know we play like it's our grand final because it's our birthday and mm. you got to be up and about on your birthday, mm. Sam. Bring out the party poppers. Seven fifty <laughs> tonight. MCG. Get around. They get a big crowd. Get in there. Come on, supporters, show come up. Come on, show up, even uh, if they're not your team. Go there. Richmond. They didn't even come out last night. <laughs> Pathetic. They okay. can't say they, 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 can't say they, they yeah. couldn't find the ground. Come on. <laughs> it wasn't Marvel. <laughs> it wasn't Marvel. Okay. What's that? <laughs> Saturday, 4.10pm, Optus Stadium, Fremantle, Hawthorne. Another big game here. Uh, looks at the ins and outs for that. Fremantle, Fife. The big Fife man is oh, in. Oh, I'm excited. Sam Switkowski, Michael Walters, out Mitch Crowden, uh, Michael Fredericks uh, yeah. with a suspension. Yes. Uh, Lloyd Meek, uh, Darcy Tucker, and Hawthorne have in Jackson Callow, Sam Frost, Jack Scrimshaw, out Jack Gunston, Jarman Intry, Jarman Impey, Mitch Lewis, and Connor McDonald. Um, bit disappointing outs for Hawthorne there. The, yeah, Jack uh, Gunston would have been handy. But some big ins for Fremantle the other way. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, they're the real deal, Fremantle. They are. They've bet. They've bet Melbourne, who were unbeatable previously to that seven seventeen straight wins, and didn't lose too many at the G. And then they, and then they beat Brisbane Lions at home, who were at the time second on the ladder. So they are the real deal right now. And you can't drop a game like this. If this was in Tasmania, I'd be a little bit more nervous if I was a Freo fan. But um, flag mantle. It, it, it's it's happening. It's real. Um, it's exciting. And you know they've got some seriously good talent. And you know the whole question. All week was where do you fit Fife? It's got to be up forward, and he takes forward stoppages. That that that's just got to be it. Can't play him too much through that midfield that are already firing and got all that outside run. So yeah, Fremantle for me here, Sam. Yeah, I'm going Fremantle too. Um, that Optus will become their fortress. I, I think, think so. I think they so. like the bigger grounds now, which is uh, works for the MCG. So when they come here now, it's. It's very interesting, and I know <laughs> no one's in the studio. But he brought out the the guitarist at the start I know, of the he game. Does it every game, it's amazing. I, it's better I than an it. eagle. It's very. 
No, I love the Wedgetail Eagle, but come on. Bit of rock and roll, man. I think they stopped bringing the Eagle out, or, or they, they switched it up because it came a bit dangerous. <laughs> Got COVID, did it? Oh, no, no, no. 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 a fan in the eye on level three, I think. Oh, I no. Close oh, to no. Oh, that's worse than COVID. Okay, oh, next geez. game. Yeah, free medal for me. Brisbane yeah. Lions take on St Kilda at the Gabba, 7.29, Saturday night, Gabbatoir. Big game this as well. This is we massive. This is a really round. good game. Uh, in for the Lions, Joe Danaher, Mitch oh, Robinson, come back in the team after a few games out. Have you been watching his vlogs? Does he watch his vlogs? Active, isn't he? he loves yeah. his esports. Uh, Calamachi out, Darcy Fort, uh, Jackson Pryor. St Kilda have Dan Butler in, Jack Higgins Good in. out, Ryan Burns, Cooper Sharman, and Naziah Wanganin Malera. That's a long name. It is a very long name. Uh, very good draft pick, actually. Cooper Sharman's been really good this season as well, so I'm a bit, bit of a surprise admission, but Dan Butler and Jack Higgins, both potent uh, small forwards, so that's going to be really handy for the Saints, particularly with playing the Brisbane Lions, who have a potent small forward in Charlie Cameron, who always seems to tear it up at the Gabatoire. So... Can you believe it? Max King playing his 50th game already, Sam. We know he missed that first ga- that first year uh, of his development, but my gosh, hasn't he came on? Daniel McStay playing his 150th. Uh, very important play for the Lions. Um, I'm going to go for a bit of an upset here. I'm going to tip the Saints. Saints, okay. Which may not be a biggest upset that you'd think, because they are top five, but you know, at, yeah. at home, um, yeah, I just don't know if Joe's going to be... 100% fit coming right back. Everyone predicted that he was going to be later in this season, just before finals. So it's great that he's back from that shoulder injury, but, yeah, he might be a bit rusty. I, th- I think the Lions have had a few sloppy weeks and they want to uh, back things up, and I think a home game will do that pretty well. Um, we know the last time St Kilda went to Queensland didn't go so well. So no, I, <laughs> uh, I don't like it up there. No, they don't um, do so, lines <laughs> for me in this one. Um, and, yeah, things to get back yeah. on the road for uh, Chris Fagan's boys. Yeah, thankfully this game's not further north, Sam. Sunday afternoon, North Melbourne and the GWS Giants, 3.20 at Marvel Stadium. Now, just off the bat, if you're a North fan, get down. The, the coach has been <laughs> crying oh, out geez, because there's been rumours this may be the lowest attended game this year. Whoa. Because um, I don't think the Giants bring... Big crowds, away crowds. No. Uh, and so I, th- I think there was like a meme that they wanted to pack um, North, <laughs> North Gear Squad or GW, I can't remember which one. Um, so, yeah, get down. Uh, I mean, we two know the best. We, we both have a lot of hard times down the bottom and mm. um, that's when the club needs you the most. That's right. So don't be fickle. Well said, well said. Hey, funny little symmetry here as well. Ben Mackay is out. But Harry Mackay comes in. Again, it keeps proving, <laughs> it keeps proving this... Uh, <laughs> this fan theory. Oh, well, when it finally it happens, when they it. finally play, get, the stands are full. <laughs> People just want to see it in the flesh. See that they both can play at the same time. <laughs> Monday, Queen's birthday Monday, oh, of course. We've got the beauty. big, big game, Collingwood and Melbourne, and of course, otherwise known as the Big Freeze. Big Freeze at the G. Uh, he's, he's got, got the, the record, record. in the, the studio. In the studio. <laughs> we said that at the same time, didn't we? <laughs> We're thinking it. Uh, don't you love Neil Danaher? Every year, obviously the MND is affecting him a lot worse now. It's yep. really affected his speech. But his daughter, his daughters, should I say, are doing a magnificent job of being the spokespeople for the organisation Fight MND. And I'm just... Number eight, 
Can you believe it, Sam? Eight years that we've been doing the big freeze at the G, and it just continues to grow and grow and grow. And we're we're wearing the beanies in the studio as well. Uh, If you haven't got your beanie, go and get them because they are such a great initiative. And it's going to be a great it's going to be a great day at the G. Yeah, you can get them at Coles, Coles Express, or Bunnings, or at FightMND.org.au. And I think they're selling a few limited ones at the ground itself. Lovely. Uh, But we love seeing the sliders. Should we go through them? Um, go through them. Let's go. Ash Barty, uh, recently retired tennis champion. Hamish Blake, we love him on uh, that Lego show. <laughs> Le- Lego, Lego Masters. Masters. We love Come Lego on, Masters. And Hamish just and Andy. Le- Don't Hamish give and Andy. I'm not going to do it. And, and, and a sin alumni. Let's not forget Sin he's a Sim alumni. Yes, we course. love him. Yeah, inspirational. His, his plaques up on the wall. Uh, Rhonda Birchmore. <laughs> <laughs> Birchmore, singer and entertainer. Beck Madden. We love Beck. Also, uh, RMIT alumni too. So shout out to her. David Neat. Oh, Neaty. Jakarta Anthony, Australian freestyle skier. Of course, Olympian gold medalist too. Justin Langer, JL. Going down <laughs> the slide. He needs to cool down a bit. Uh, Terry Danaher. Of course, Neil's older brother, former Essendon Premiership champion. Eddie Betts, Sir Eddie Betts, just about. Um, <laughs> will he be going down from his pocket? That's the big question. Um, former Carlton Adelaide champion. And then Andy Mark. Gosh, Andy before Ma. the game legend. So, yeah. can't wait. Sam, that's a bar. good group. That's a really good group. I know, it's exciting. Uh, uh, this has become so massive and uh, I honestly hope they keep this continuing tradition going you know for for a long time um, it. because it's such an exciting thing um, uh, and m- makes it a momentous game um, for you know Melbourne and Collingwood and then the, the whole sporting world everyone loves the sliders going out the, the costumes are the best we've seen some really good ones over the years oh haven't we what I love uh, Liam Pickett as the Joker that was one of my favorites <laughs> and Bucks Bucks is the firefighter that's another good one my, as well I think my favorite um, Nick Rewalt <gasps> As, um, Freddie Mercury. That he was did, the best. He did that so well. He was so in character. I absolutely love that. He should have been at the Platinum Jubilee, honestly. But anyway, <laughs> that's another story. <laughs> so make sure you donate. Fightmnd.org.au. Um, what's what's the, the slogan they've been saying? Um, the fight continues yeah. this year. So that's that's what we love. So it's going to be great, Sam. Beanie on, play on. Beanie on, play on. And we'll, so we should get to the game as well. Collingwood and yes. Melbourne, a big game as well. Pies in Look good form. ins and outs. Uh, unfortunately, they are. <laughs> Extended bench. Um, Finlay McRae, Isaac Chug, Jamie Elliott back in. That's huge. Trey Rusco, um, you know, very passionate mum as well. There's a great video out there of him getting his debutant game, and she thought it was a joke. <laughs> she, 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 oh, Trey Rusco's mum. When You know how they do those videos where, like, a player rings their parents to say that they're playing in the team? Trey he re- Trey Rusco rings his mum, and the mum goes, "What is the whole team sick? How are you getting a game?" <laughs> it's just the best. Go and watch it, fans out there. Uh, Melbourne Daniel Turner, uh, Kay Chandler, Michael Hibbert, Oscar Baker, and Sam Wiedemann all back. Jaden Hunt omitted. Toby Bedford, uh, the Medi sub. Daniel Turner may get his debut. Isaac Chug may get his debut, but. Stephen May, can we just yeah. quickly talk about yes. this? Yeah, interesting, uh, and it'll be interesting to see how they react um, this week, Melbourne, as a group, because um, you never know, want that stuff going on in the club. Two f- teammates fighting. It's um, not a good look. Just yeah, especially after you know the a group that's you know won a premiership together. Um, 
and and things like that. So you think it would be a bit more tight knit, uh, and I think the other players uh, would certainly be upset and uh, wanting to you know stamp that out as quick as possible. And it's embarrassing for a, a club. It is, uh, and then leading up to a big game like this, so it's um, fair enough that he's suspended, um, and um, you'd hope for Melbourne or Melbourne fans that they come out and play on the field and you know. Be Forget unified. about it. Win and move on. Yeah, be unified. It's um, yeah, it's just it's just really disappointing. Um, when when Stephen May, like Stephen May, has got a history of this too. Um, when he when he does when he when he does socialise, um, it can sometimes get out of control. Um, if it's fueled by um alcohol, um, so yeah, we don't obviously condone any of that. But yeah, it's just it's just a just a bad situation. And and hopefully these two players can get back and play together because um. It, it unified Richmond in 2020, where they had those fragments appearing, and they went on and won the premiership and were united. So it can, it can go one of two ways. So um, we'll see if it unites them on Queen's birthday. Okay. So tips. Tips. I am going to stick with the Ds. Ds, yeah. Ds for me as well. Uh, Collingwood had a few good weeks, but uh, I think uh, the Ds will bring out their, their form. They've had two hiccups uh, now, so they'll want to get this one straight up. Ah, it's been a fun show this morning. Loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. And thank you for, for listening to us today and, and hearing about the history of the Essendon Football Club oh, as well. No, I'm, 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 I hope you've been that. educated. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> Sam, you've been educated. <laughs> Your ears are bleeding a little bit. That's okay. Yeah. Um, just quickly, a couple of things because we ran out of time today because it's just been a crazy morning. Chockers. Socceroos, 2-1 over the UAE, just Massive. what we needed. Massive. Peru, big challenge Tuesday morning. Get up at about Can we do it? 4 a.m. Tuesday. Oh, look, they're world number 26 or something, but, you know, anything's possible with belief. Um, and I think, I don't know. Only half We're, time. Yeah, it's only half time. Only half Tough time. group. Um, I, I think we can do it. We'll just scrape in, I think. I, hopefully. I'm confident. Um, and, oh, yeah, couple, any other couple of things you want to mention? Yeah. Um, so, for all those uh, RMIT students that may be listening and uh, other fans of, of basketball, uh, tune in to Channel 31 on Saturday at 10.30 as the University Basketball League will be replaying uh, our games from Pride Round at the RMIT Sports Centre. So, if you're a fan of that, massive shout-out to RMITV and for Channel 31 for providing this, and this will be a regular time. Slot. So if you're into university awesome. sport, this is really, really great. Uh, and also, England-New Zealand Test 2 um, is starting over the weekend at Trent Bridge. So that'll be very exciting. Uh, really close first test there. So, yeah, if you're a cricket fan, uh, get behind that as well. And then, of course, the Rec Clink Community Cup, not this sun- not this weekend, but the following Sunday uh, between the Megahertz um, and the Rock Dogs, Victoria Park. Good to get around that, support that cause. And, of course, we mentioned today we've got the beanies on, fightmnd.org.au to support that, um, the big freeze. Wonderful good initiative, note to finish on. Yeah, good, good note, note to finish on. And just also a shout-out to one of our awesome sports desk um, contributors who is celebrating her 22nd birthday. So a big <laughs> happy birthday to Kendra Jewell, whose Tigers won last night for her. So I'm sure she will still be celebrating all throughout the weekend. Happy birthday, Kendra. And, uh, yeah, go Blues. Go Bombers. <laughs> <laughs> good note to finish on. Thanks for listening, everyone. Enjoy the weekend of sport.